Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan, and this is Come Through Queen. Paige and I modeled together when we were like 10 years old on the set of Limited 2. We become friends through that, and the rest is history. As you can see, Brennan is not here this week. Uh, He is fighting for our rights, but we do have a return guest co-host. One, Pishlarm, aka Doug, is returning fan-demanded, and what a week for him to be here, because I'm sure he has an opinion about the five shows we're covering. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here on this blessed, blessed week, uh, this bountiful week where so much has happened. Yeah, in the news, stuff is happening. On the shows, we're in like the thick of a reunion. We got a premiere of Winter House. I, I mean, this really is like a five-star week. All of your friends are back in Winterhouse. We're, our friends are yeah, here. Our friends, are, our friends have come just in time for actual winter now. Like seasons are changing. Yeah, We're, we get to go to Stowe. I'm very happy. Yeah, we will get to that. Um, first, I do want to point out in our Patreon, you have a bonus episode this week that has been months in the making. We have finally arrived at the ultimate episode of ranking all the housewives we've gone city by city but we're finally merging that list together and it's 124 women all legends in their own way i'm not going to spoil it here but doug who would be like in your top five or top ten you don't need like a number one but like who's up there for you other than lynn curtain obviously <laughs> other than queen lynn curtain i feel like bethany has to be in okay. the top i actually 
would advocate hard for a Karen Huger top five, top 10. I, even though like Potomac is relatively nascent, feel mm-hmm. like Karen deserves. Yeah. Um, I know this is a pro Giselle podcast, but hopefully we've <laughs> given Karen her flowers. Okay. Um, Teresa, unfortunately, as much as I have problems with Teresa, I feel like needs to be very close to the top. Mm-hmm. Um, possibly even a Kenya. I wonder if Nini, if Nini exists in the top or if her later seasons have sort of like tanked her, but I yeah. would be very curious to find out. You, you pretty much have a sense of what's going on. I think you will be with, with Lynn Curtin, particularly with Lynn Curtin. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you're going to want to check that out, but let's get to, uh, speaking of Teresa, a newly engaged woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fresh bridal flower engaged and looking great with so what's a, possibly a brand new set of lips if we need to say it but oh maybe. yeah i mean she's been uh parading around those lips during the all-stars press tour that's been occurring but i want to say like it almost seemed like we all knew this was going to happen like they were advertising we are going on this like trip of a lifetime to greece so I feel, and like she's, they're both wearing white and, you know, it seems very pre-produced. In, well, there's like light up billboards and, and fireworks and. <laughs> but she and, can't read the billboard. <laughs> she can't read. But wait, I didn't, are the kids in the picture in Greece? Oh, are they on vacation I, with? I miss that. Unfortunately, like this broke today, so I haven't really dived super deep into it i i was trying to figure that out from the article and i couldn't yeah i don't know my my question and i think like we probably know the answer to our cameras up and i would assume so despite the fact that new jersey wrapped but that's not there's no precedent because i mean there is a precedent for that because last season Teresa and louis filmed scenes after the halloween party that was the the closer for the season yeah so are they, do you think if they get married after maybe like filming airs for the full season yeah, and then they start into the wedding crunch, does she get her own wedding special? You know, I am not sure. I think we've moved past wedding specials at God, this I point. Hope. I hope. Um, what but was they the might make one? an exception for Tree. Yeah. I mean, she, she would be the exception if there's going to be one. I mean, we do have a Porsche spinoff, which is interesting coming up, which is sort of like a wedding spinoff because it's following her like relationship with Simon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. There. It's just like this will carry Teresa now on for another good two seasons. And Zia Melis, like Zia Melis gets to come with because yeah, of I'm course. sure like Zia Melis and her involvement in the wedding, like that all writes itself. I mean, Zia is a bridesmaid, right? Oh, well, I think that's, that's part of the question, isn't it? <laughs> like they'll fight and then there's a threat of Zia not being a bridesmaid okay. anymore. Yeah. Is, is Gia Giudice the maid of honor? G is made of honor for sure. Yeah. yeah. 
one of them maybe Gabrielle, uh, uh, Gabrielle, Gabriella. Maybe <laughs> she's got like weird feelings about the dad, and she doesn't want to be in it, and that's mm. a, an F or two. Okay, okay. Um, Dolores, a bridesmaid, and we know Dina Manzo. I think it's still on good terms with Teresa. Does she come back for a bridesmaid yes. moment? Yeah. That <laughs> would be great. Yeah. Love to see Dina back after the revelations oh, no. about Dina and Caroline. Ooh. I mean, I occasionally forget about the Caroline Dina stuff. It's so dark that it's hard to think about. Yeah. You have it's siblings, keep... right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like if yeah. you're if your siblings had had take an entire iron to everybody in the cursed household. It would yeah. be hard to sort of like, yeah. It'd be tough. It'd be tough. Um, it's hard yeah, to think so about. I think just like talking through it, like I'm, I'm ready for the Teresa getting married spinoff. And again, as somebody who I really hate Teresa, I'm, yeah. I'm ready for this as a storyline for her. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of storyline, is the land is the Lala and Randall split a storyline? <laughs> so that article was that a page six? Uh, well, I mean, we've got page six, we got TMZ, we got all the big boys. Out I think there. I read the page six. There was something about like Randall gets to be like a really, really, really committed family man, mm. and then he breaks after a year and runs out and gets completely messed up and like yeah. cheats a bunch, and then the cycle continues. It yep. seems like they've broken up and gotten back together a lot for like Randall being in his 50s, yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know, like, you can't rule out them getting back together, yeah. And I think TMZ is saying the latest is that they are back in the home together and working on things. Um, I think you got to look at the ratings. And right now, Di- dire, Rules, dire. Rules, I think had its series low this past week. It's in Dallas numbers. It really is. Yeah. So, I mean, this used to be a crown jewel of the Bravo cinematic universe. And maybe like Lala and Randall are just trying to, stir up some interest because actually like while the show is airing literally no one is tweeting about it i was having the same reaction i saw you tweet sort of like yeah. who's is anyone tweeting about <laughs> is anyone tweeting about the dolls and no one was um, yeah. and i wonder like even if it's not for storyline reasons if you're lala lala's entire lifestyle is based off of his money right now and if they break up, she gets a little bit of child support, but she doesn't get the alimony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I were her, I'd want to lock that in. So she might as well just get married to him and then divorce him as soon as possible. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we will get to some Lala uh, stuff when we dive into Vanderpump Rules. But this week, uh, Dave Quinn released the book Not All Diamonds and Rosé, which is interestingly under the Andy Cohen like book um, imprint and it's a fully authorized book. However, the, the drips and drabs that are coming out of the book are truly some wild stuff. And it's a lot of like, it's a lot of people talking on the record, like housewives, current and former talking yeah. on the record. And a lot of them, proudly bashing andy well poor uh 
Carol, Carol's tweeting up a storm probably as we speak. Yeah. 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 Carol saying that like Andy sort of like built this off of women taking credit for her accomplishments. She never needed him based off of a quote that Andy gave in the book. So it's like stirring up a little bit of tension. Yeah. And even so Carol's off the show, Candace, who is on the show, uh, gave a quote about the fact that after the fight went down, she didn't hear a peep from Andy. And she's like, this guy is texting hundred, like a hundred housewives all the time back and forth. And and she's like, I get my ass whooped on his show and he won't say anything to him. Uh, So she apparently also said that to his face at some point that she admits. So they out of anybody, like, they've got a weird relationship. Yeah. Cause even Candace was tweeting like reactions to Megan McCain being on watch what happens mm. live this week, like tweeting weird emojis. Candace is willing to like fight with him and Andy lets her in a way that he doesn't let the other ones do it. Yeah. Huh? So besides that, there was actually a release party for the book and we had the most, former and active housewives together in a room since the baby shower, I would say. Anybody good that I wouldn't expect? Because I didn't see those pics. Uh, you, we had a Cindy Barshop moment. Oh my God, really? <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes. We had, How did she look? Uh, I, I had to be reminded who I was looking at. Oh, so. that's <laughs> uh, But looked good. But like, I, I just, like I... I didn't know it was her without the caption. Yeah. Your um, eyes wouldn't focus in on her for some yeah. reason. Uh, we had Mary Amons from DC. Uh, the DC girls. <laughs> I love the DC girls. She's the only one I spotted. Um, and then I noticed, you know, we had Leah, we had Lou, we had Ramona, no Sonia to be found. We had Dorinda. And then at some point, we had Ebony K. Williams. Well, and then a story in page six breaks that Leah, Ramona, and Lou made a pact to like hightail it out of there as soon as Ebony showed up. Really? Leah yes, even? Leah even. Well, we understand why Sonia might not be supportive because of the page six excerpt of the book that leaked. Yeah. This week that. Heather Thompson gave a quote to the book that she walked in on a man putting a lit cigarette inside of Sonia in a place that's not her mouth. Yeah. Um, which... I, I kind of can't believe Heather went there. Uh, it, that's, that's a lot of information to give to the public. Like, to me, that's almost the more shocking part is like, you are like gonna say anything now at this point. Well, after after the last season of Roni, maybe she just figures like nothing I'm left done. to lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Never coming yeah. back. Ooh, that was some dark stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm excited to read Wait, the book. But can we go back? I can't believe yeah. they left. Yeah. They they wanted to flee seeing Ebony. Are are cameras up right now for New York? No, no, no. Also, they just hate her off screen for no reason. Yeah. And that is the reason I was dying for this reunion. I know we all agree the season was not good, but like I cannot wrap my head around what is going on right now among these women. 
are they mad that she's killing it on the view or like what are, what's going on with so did you did you see her on the view at all she was like great i saw clips yeah. yeah yeah she was very natural on it like i she comes from this background of being on live yeah. television so like she's equipped for this i think she's more equipped for that than a reality show she treats the reality show like the view more than yes. she treats the view like a reality show well because like on on the on the reality show, she feels a little too uh, pr- like prepared statements and like she doesn't seem to be hanging out. She's like with segment the girls. producing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, uh, which like that is what you should be doing on the view. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I'm excited to read the book. I want a copy today. <laughs> I can't wait for that to arrive. Um, but yeah, so why don't we dive into the programming? We'll go- start with Potomac, of course. And we're picking up at Foxy's Crab Shack on the Chesapeake. <laughs> In the aftermath of Chris having picked up Candace, escorted her off, talked to her like a child, and then reset yeah. to have uh, a, a nice dinner. It was interesting watching them like sit there and eat their food. <laughs> it makes you really think that Chris has done this on Candace's behalf a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He's their relationship is an interesting thing to watch. The two of them. I think she something bad would happen to her if he weren't around to shelter her from the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh we have Robin and Giselle planning their escape at the dinner table. Jesus. <laughs> okay, gotta, so there is, wait, there's, a, yeah. we'll get to this with Winterhouse also. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of talk this week about yes. um, bathrooms, <laughs> how we're <laughs> bathroom. using bathrooms and how we're sharing bathrooms. And I'm just trying to get a lay of the land. So the complaint, does everyone else, everyone else has their own dedicated bathroom, like ensuite in their bedroom and they are upset that they have to use like a common bathroom that is shared yes. by the rest of the people. I yes. couldn't figure out like Robin said she had her period and she can't have her period in a shared bathroom, but also the men like pee on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. And that made me wonder how often that's happening. <laughs> like, I was trying to figure out. I really want a blueprint of a home. Yeah. I would love to like find the Zillow listing. I think Brendan <laughs> did find it. And, <laughs> Tell him like, to send it to the group chat. please. I need, I need it to have a floor plan. Though. I want a floor like, plan. Yeah. Definitely want a floor plan. Um, I, I understand more for Giselle in terms of like my bathroom. Really. I would rather not be the one that's down a flight of stairs that I'm like climbing in the middle of the night. But would you leave over it? Uh, I probably not because I, f- the time that we are taking to discuss it, like th- that does like that doubles the amount of time that I'm actually going through the process of like having to walk down the steps and use the, yeah. <laughs> the bathroom. I just think like if we're playing this like housewives stratego, like housewives settlers at Catan or whatever, like yeah. strategy wise. I think it made Robin and Giselle look really bad to throw such a fit about leaving and then have everybody else be like, 
we'll switch. We'll sw- yeah. like Mia came out and was like, we'll switch bedrooms <laughs> with you. Yeah. Or like, okay, then go. And no one really reacted the way I think they wanted them to react. And that made them like lose some points, I think. Well, there's two parts of it. Number one, I think, okay, just leave. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Like you can just leave. Uh, and they wanted... They were upset more people weren't checking on them, but they were in the Flossy Posse group chat with Ascala saying, did you make it? Can you let us know that you made it? And then they responded and all the other women are on there. So do they want each woman to individually ask the question on the group chat? Are you okay? (laughs) Were you surprised that Ascala was in the group chat? Uh, I I know, I know we all, we all love Ascala. Yeah, we love her. I don't think I was surprised because I think they love her too. I just think the camera doesn't love her yet in terms of like the making her a focal point. The editors don't love her. That's a shame because I really do like her, but I was surprised she was in the group chat. Yeah, I was surprised she's in the group chat. So that's number one in terms of like Giselle and Robin. I, I don't know what you want. Like everyone knows you're okay because you let them know in yeah. the group chat. You made so it to the Hilton. Number, uh, yeah. And then number two, the whole thing with blaming this on wendy she first of all bl- you're like blame it on production because the production's the one that booked this house it wasn't wendy osefo <laughs> and number two we explained how the rooms were divvied up and i don't think anyone has made the argument that uh we knew you were coming because they seemed surprised when Giselle and Robin actually showed up. They threatened not to come. We knew in advance that neither of them were going to bring their men. Yeah. Ashley's pumping, so she has a stronger argument for her own bedroom. Mm-hmm. So, like, why wouldn't you get the weird room with the twin beds? Yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I can't imagine there are, like, a ton of... Um, like nine bedroom houses in wherever Eastern Chesapeake, yeah. Chesapeake, wherever they are. Sure. Yeah. So anyway, we wake up the next morning. I do say I, I love group vacation breakfast culture. Yeah. I well, love, I love like, that. I love that in real life. Yeah. Oh, oh like you mean just at, in your home? Like, no, like a fire Island house. Like, Oh yeah. That's what breakfast. I mean. Yeah. yeah. That's the well, best. That, that's vacation culture. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Our, I didn't know if our, we just met on television or if we met in real life. Oh no, I mean in real life. life. Yeah. 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 Are you a cooker? Are you on cleaning duty? What are you doing? I wake up early because of the dogs. And so mm. I wake up early. I clean up the disaster from last night. I figure out what's in the fridge and I start like scrambling some eggs and see oh. what's up. Wow, look yeah. at the dad of the house. You are like the Kyle Cook. I'm the Kyle. Oh, God. Well, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully, I'm not like passed out on a bathroom floor face down. Oh, my God. We'll yeah. There. Okay. Um, we end up on a boat. I loved Ascala's woman of mystery look with the headscarf and the glasses. She really looks, she looks great. She looks spectacular all the time. I loved it. I loved it. Uh, Oh, and Ray's here. I love Ray showing up. <laughs> I love their, I elder. Love their lo- I love their love. I want to see, I want to key in on Ray and G sort of chit-chatting with one another because oh, they yeah. seem like peers, but also very different men. Yeah, I know, but like G is a very youthful older man, while, while as Ray is a very elder, elder man. 
That's true. Yeah. I mean, Ray is acting his age in a way that G <laughs> hasn't ever in his life. Yeah. 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 But, but we're on the boat and we kind of have a replay of what happened on the last trip of Mia running around and tattletailing. I didn't mind only because I like Robin in the hot seat. Yeah, it's fun. Robin in the hot seat is fun. Robin really like there there seems to be like a deep hatred between Robin and Wendy that like we're never gonna get over and I, I like it a lot. Yeah, and it seems to just be based on Wendy talking about her relationship with Juan. And didn't yeah, didn't Robin and Wendy had solo scenes last year where yeah. they like talked about their kids and seemed chill and now they just cannot be in the same room. Yeah. But and what's interesting is that the bigger that Wendy seems to be more annoyed with Robin at this point than Giselle, who's the bigger shit stirrer. Yeah. Well yeah. I think like they all think that Robin can be better. Mm. They've yeah. given up yeah. hope that Giselle <laughs> can be anything other than she is. Yeah, uh, yeah. We did end up getting a sit down between Mia and Candace. And I know Candace has turned into such a disaster this season, but I felt like they had a productive conversation. And Mia's the Mia is the absolute best sort of housewife. Like I don't know what Bible she studied in advance mm. to know what she's doing, but she yeah. like Tamara, like Tamara and Gretchen style, she'll break up and she'll make up. She knows exactly how yeah. long to linger on a conflict and when to let go of it and when to bring it back. Like she's very smart about yeah. how to do this. Well, she's a CEO. She's a, <laughs> she's a business. She owns several businesses. Yeah. How many businesses do you own, Dan? Yeah. Um, but she knows how to like. She knows how to play this. And I even if she gets. It seems like next she's just going to like start shit with Ashley. Mm. <laughs> she's going to start shit with Ashley soon. And then yeah. she'll make up with Ashley and she'll go from there. She's yeah. like the best. Yeah. No, I'm, I think she's a good fit. Um, but Candace, insofar as Candace is capable of being normal, Candace was pretty normal. Yeah. But I, oh, I'm curious to see like where we land at the reunion. Uh, before we leave Potomac, like, what's been your temperature on the season? Do you like? Do we need a cast shakeup, addition, subtraction? Stay the same. Everything that they've done, like, I would have said no additions before, and mm. Mia has been a great addition. Yeah. Um, I certainly don't think that we need a subtraction. Yeah. If anything, what's been most entertaining to me about this season, which I think has been great, is like. The show is very smart about how it uses um, Michael Darby. That mm. like Michael Darby is our villain, and this entire season, Michael Darby has been haunting in the background, like Halloween style. Yeah, Michael Myers. Like you see him in a shot; he pops up occasionally, and we know he's going to show up and start for the last people. ten minutes. <laughs> he's going to show up <laughs> in the last act and start stabbing people and like yeah. molesting crew members but like i'm so ready to see where that goes because we've still got places we've still got new heights to climb um and we've still got like tools in the tool belt i wonder if we're gonna get a payoff to the lingering shots of chris bassett's bourbons all season oh i can't i can't figure out if that's a Candace setup storyline, a producer storyline, yeah. if it's something that's going to pay out. But there's a lot of like, it's only 405. 
And he's like, I, I know it's bourbon o'clock. And then we just linger <laughs> on it. I, I feel like it's gotta be at the vow renewal. Cause, cause Michael Darby and Chris will be in the same room. Yeah. Do you think Chris is going to get real drunk? That's not, I don't want it to get physical. I would like yeah. to see them scream at each other though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, that will be October 31st. So truly Michael Myers coming out <laughs> to play. I'm Michael Darby <laughs> on Halloween. <laughs> Halloween kills is Michael Darby going at Karen's reception. <laughs> Just going for it. Wow. Okay. Let's put on our skis and head on over to Salt Lake City. Oh, I thought I, we were going to Winter House. We're going to Salt Lake City. Yeah, no, we, we'll keep our skis on <laughs> and go down the slopes. No, okay. I don't think um, you've ever even been on the podcast while... Salt Lake City has been airing. So we're in our second season. Who are who are you whose team are you on? Who do you hate? Et cetera. I think we're always Team Meredith Marks. We're always oh. Team Mer- I like I, I last season I loved Meredith Marks, sort of like go girl, give us nothing. Yeah. Sort of like uh, the Quaalude vibe that she was giving. I just really liked her. Mm-hmm. And she's like normal. She has slightly normal reactions to things, but she's still completely like broken from reality and mm-hmm. I like her creepy home um, and I like her relationship with Seth. So like she, I loved and obviously Heather gay, I loved and I understand the sort of like fan reaction that Heather gay, like drank her own Kool-Aid. At, yeah. uh, but I still like, I love her. Um, and she's one of the few housewives who like when other people are fighting, her reaction is a really real, like audience reaction. Yeah. Of, like, I'm not involved in this mess, but I love watching this mess. The way she was on the lake. I think she just needs to be in the room more. Mm -hmm. Like we're doing all these events and she's sitting at home with her eldest daughter preparing for college. Yeah, I'm excited for her to get out of like great for whatever her name is and her like UC Santa Barbara (laughs) journey. I'm really happy for them, but I want her to come out and play with the other women and do a little less family time. Yeah. I like her family. She's a good mom, good woman, yeah. whatever. But I want her to come out and play a little bit more. This episode in particular was heavy on Whitney and Lisa. That was weird. Them doing that, like, those aerial Silk. silks. Oh, God. I mean, <laughs> it's it's it was more interesting for me. Like, Lisa Barlow is somebody that I really, really would hate in person by love on TV. Mm. Okay, okay. Um, but watching Lisa Barlow be like, listen, I've never, Lisa Barlow has never worked out in her life. She exists only <laughs> on Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I, I just, I started worrying. I want her to see like an internist as soon as possible. Like I'm worried <laughs> about her levels. Um, She's been some, living with a parasite for 40 years. <laughs> I want some blood tests run on Lisa Barlow where her like blood is a solid. I'm really concerned about her. Yeah. I... I love the fun we're having at Silks only to leading us to the double date where the chefs come out <laughs> oh, and, and Whitney essentially screaming like cut, cut. Like, you put the scene together, Lisa. <laughs> I want to see, I, we spent such a long time with Angie 
and Sarah Jane with yeah. like Lana Del Rey and Sarah Jane. And then we haven't checked in with them at all since that happened. No. So I would have been Sarah more interested next week. I, yeah. But I would have been more interested in like Sarah Paulson this week. Mm. Uh, the area, I want to see Sarah put Sarah Paulson up on a silk. Yeah. Well, strap I, her in and roll her around. I think at this point, sh- it's hard for her to be in the same room as the two of them. Like she can do one-on-one scenes with either of them, but like she will be eventually back in the mix. And she still doesn't have a bio up on Bravo TV. How is that possible? How does uh, Jennifer Davis have a bio in Dallas and not this woman? But I'm fascinated. I want to learn more about Sarah Paulson. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we're we're cut cut cut. Did you set this up? Is this a setup? Are the caterers the yeah. caterers who put out a statement on page six that yeah. they support Lisa Barlow? Um, I yeah. love the editing job of that that flashback they had of all like the silks, and then there were two other times. One of them looked like at a party where cameras were up of Whitney and Lisa having a good time. And I was like, why didn't we go to this party with you? <laughs> I really, it seems like so much of their conflict is based off the fact that like Whitney was excommunicated and Lisa is like the most Mormon of all the women. Yeah. That's always been my read, but that's my like ex-Catholic glint on everything. That Whitney just constantly feels judged by Lisa and Lisa feels like Whitney's doing too much. Mm. Okay. Uh, We had, we spent a lot of time with Mary M. Cosby and... Uh, what's her husband's name? Robert. So, it, Robert's back Robert from Senior. self. Robert Senior's back from self quarantining in Florida <laughs> for a year now. I mean, this was a very sad scene. Him cooking chicken and the two of them talking, and she likes the long grain rice, and he's always using the short grain rice. I. It was weird to key in. I don't remember if it was this scene or a later scene when she was like when she sort of said that the reason why she's been hounding her son not to move out is because she doesn't want to be alone with her husband in that clown house that's what she gets to with meredith on the tennis courts yeah and and she's so much she's essentially like oh like i'm happiest when he's not around and, and, but she's trying to paint it as normal and then Meredith just, just kind of like, oh, uh, yeah, I Mer- hear you. <laughs> Meredith, like, is a, a good friend to this woman who seems to have no friends who aren't, like, her employees. But I was just wondering, like, what is the stance of divorce? Can, does she feel like she can't divorce him because she inherited him from her grandfather? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> her grandmother? Like, What's what's the deal here? Because you can't hate your husband this much. You like you can't. She can't have that much conflict with a roommate, much yeah. less a spouse, right? Yeah, I mean the way she's talking, I it feels as though we are on the road to a divorce. I wonder if it will see it happen though. <sighs> yeah. Uh, speaking of on a road to divorce, Jenny. And Dewey and that, the sister wives. I, I think, like, I was so focused in on that scene that I can't even... Like, I've blocked out the rest of the episode yeah. because of how dark the Jenny scene was. I just don't fully understand, like, 
they've been married for, it seems like maybe close to 20 years. How is this coming up for the first time? <laughs> well, I mean, my guess and like, I have not yet obtained a psychology degree, but it seems like Jenny was saying that she's had like a harrowing amount of miscarriages. Yeah. Some of them really, really, really late stage. She was talking about one where she basically thought she was giving birth and she yeah. woke up and realized that she had had a miscarriage. It seemed like a really traumatic set of processes, which mm. like Jenny's incredibly brave to talk about. Yeah. And is like awesome for sort of disclosing, but it seems like her husband has tried to, cope by that by just straight up pretending like it never happened mm, yeah yeah um so he's like yeah let's keep trying for more babies until we have more babies and she's like no this is like physically and psychologically <laughs> damaging me yeah please stop trying to get me to do this and then his response was let's bring another woman into our marriage <laughs> who will bear our children which yeah. is the, uh, i thought when he was saying that, that sister wife bit, that it would be taken out of context and yeah. it would be like wacky cuckoo bravo editing, but it yeah. ended up being way darker than even the, the snippet of it was. Well, yeah, in a confessional, he essentially said, oh, well, like, I, my grandfather ha had this, so like... I don't see what's wrong with it. Yeah, like no, what they they cut away to Dewey's first confessional where he was like, "I want you to know that was a sincere suggestion that I was making yeah. for our marriage." Yeah, I'm sorry, sir. What? Like what? Did you catch her on Watch Robin's Live, Jenny? Yeah. No, how was she? Uh, I'm not ready yet for like the live setting i would say was she on with one of the potomac gals you i want to say yes i can't remember who it was though oh wendy osefo of course yes 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 yeah i mean succession succession plus potomac plus solid mm -hmm. city takes up so much of my sundays that it's just like yeah. night night time and i have no no room for watch what happens oh yeah well when, actually usually watch Ravens live for for us is the coffee show mm. unless it's like we need to see these people as soon as possible. At least Wendy, I feel like is equipped to handle a watch what happens live Ooh. pretty much by herself. Even like, I think she's probably so equipped in terms of if the other person is like flopping, like she can pick it up. Yeah. And she'll start interviewing. She'll start yeah. interviewing. Yeah. She'll help. Uh, I would tune into that one actually. Cause you have Wendy's mom in the Oprah seats and Dr. Tiffany moon in the physical clubhouse for pro the only time she's ever going to be there probably because she only got to do virtual ones for her one season. Oh, speaking of watch what happens live, I will be there this Tuesday. Oh my God. Yes. For next Sunday's watch what happens live. Um, it's Casey Wilson and Meredith Marks. Mm -hmm. So I can give, I will call yes. into the pod if there's anything entertaining <laughs> that goes down. Please. Oh my God. There, that is a duo where like you need to keep your eyes on the prize and see what's happening in between like commercials. I can't imagine that Brooks isn't going to be a bartender. I'm like very excited for the whole of it. Yeah. Oh, but there, I wonder how it will be filmed. Cause there's not going to be the usual commercial breaks since it's pre-taped. Uh, they might just like stop and pick up. I don't know. Just, uh, we want the behind the scenes info. So like call in please. Yeah. please. Okay.
Uh, I think that's pretty much everything with Salt Lake. Salt Lake was sort of a filler episode, but like you would rather have a Salt Lake City filler episode than almost like anything else on television. So it was yeah. Great. And the preview for next week with Mary just I don't know if you you caught that Mary 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 Lisa, Lisa fight. Mary, yeah. Like I'm so happy Mary's in the mix this season. It's just true chaos with her. Like there's she's no a wild telling personality. She will. That's why you can't even be friends with her because she's going to snap on you. Yeah. Like there's no allegiances with her. Except to Meredith, maybe. I wonder if she's still friends no. with me. Met with Meredith. She remember like. We, she went to look at the dresses at Meredith's house and was essentially saying Meredith has no style and like hates the clothes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I remember last year for the, the Salt Lake reunion, I was like, what? I cannot see these women because like, I don't know who actually belongs together other than like Whitney and Heather Bad Weather. Yeah, it's, uh, it's always Miriam Cosby live streaming in from the moon. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Let's head on over to what should be the Katie Maloney bar and grill. (laughs) (laughs) Would be the ratings would be better. Yeah. I mean, she should be the matriarch of the show at this point. I think she is. Yeah. I mean, like move Lisa aside. I think to me, the standout moment of this episode is the insane airbrushing of Lisa Vanderpump, in, like mid scene. <laughs> it's it's really sad because that is a scene where like Katie is talking pretty intensely yeah. about like how frustrating it is that everybody else in her life is getting pregnant and she can't get pregnant, and it keeps cutting back to Lisa, who's put through a Drag Race season one <laughs> like Vaseline filter. With, like a Callista Gingrich filter <laughs> where she looks like she has no bones and no face. It's like, it's like who framed Roger Rabbit with the humans <laughs> interacting with cartoons and Lisa Vanderpump is one of the cartoons. Like she is Jessica Rabbit. They put some of the, <laughs> some of the production budget into like <laughs> writing, scripting, directing, like location and less of it in that filter. The no bones. Like, <laughs> Oh my god! Um, I know that is at the end of the the episode, but that that was some classic Lisa Vanderpump producing on the spot in terms of oh um, Ariana, can you go up and go over there? I need to talk to Katie. I I think it's lazy. Yeah, she was she's God God damn it, she's trying her best. Um, always dressed like Carmen Sandiego now for some reason. Like she's, her wardrobe is looking really insane. She's, and it's interesting how much she is sticking to that one look slash silhouette of the blazer and the roofy, not the the ruffled yeah. blouse. A weird and, like Diane Keaton menswear thing, but the yeah. coat is a little trenchier. Uh, yeah, yeah. But speaking of Katie, uh, where are you at with like the Schwartz and Sandy feud? Where are you at with the infertility? Where are you at with her in general? I mean, I love, we all know that I, I think that the entire story arc of Vanderpump Rules is Katie Maloney is actually right about everything and we're just <laughs> slowly coming to realize it. Um, 
So I sort of have, I've really liked her and Ariana sort of anchoring everything. Yeah. Like, f- fine, fine. Um, there is no world in which it, like a 60s neon acid trippy restaurant should be called Schwartz and Sandy's. I think we all can admit that. Yeah. And we all know that the name is shit. And also I thought that Katie did a decent job this episode of being like, Listen, I grew up in restaurants. Mm. This is a family <gasps> business for me. I want to contribute. All I'm looking for is a way to jump in and help you guys out. You have a more than enough spaces for me to help out. Just let me like help out my husband. And so it's weird to have like her husband's business partner just straight up be like, you may not contribute. Yeah. I don't think she's been harsh about saying sort of like, I don't care for the name. Yeah, Schwartz is a backboneless like puppy person who can't stand up. He can't even express, <laughs> "I don't like this." He has to blame it on his wife, which is so cruel and gross. Is um, Schwartz and- our generation's uh, noodle? Like, is it ever a Bones Day with Schwartz? <laughs> He's a noodle. And Schwartz is a noodle the pug, and every day you set him up, and every day he just flops. Yeah. And can't do anything. And Sandoval comes up and scratches him. Wow. It was interesting seeing uh, Ariana actually side with Katie and to whatever degree Schwartz is on a side during the blow up at the end. The most impressed I've ever been with Schwartz is Schwartz saying sort of like, Sandoval, you need to go take a walk. Mm, and then yeah, Sandoval yeah. went up and t- that's the most backbone he's ever thrown down is just sort yeah. of like, please get up and leave. But yeah. Ariana was, everybody was on the side of, it was, the entire situation was wild. I was listening to you guys a couple of episodes, talk to Joe Reed, mm-hmm. um, who is like an anti-Sandoval advocate, which I yes. support. Yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah. listen, Sandoval has never not condescended to a woman when yeah. there's been conflict, which is in my mind, a hundred percent right. But yeah. Sandoval was sitting there throwing a fit about how Katie had screamed at him in his restaurant and mm-hmm. they were in his restaurant. Yeah. Like he was sitting at a quiet table in Tom Tom screaming about how one time Katie screamed at Tom Tom. What sort yeah. of sense does that make? Yeah. It's, it's hard with Sandy being our number one boy right now. Um, steering the ship. Uh, and is sort of like acting as a weird financial patron slash mentor uh, to James. Okay. The $12,500 contribution to the engagement. Production picked up the fireworks and production uh, picked up whatever van they took to Palm Springs. I don't doubt that it cost that much money all in, but it wasn't coming out of Sandoval's paycheck. I don't think. Okay, so you'd think productions squarely paid for the the event? Not all, not all of it, but a, a okay. fair amount of it. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's not something that they can like say on the show. So, yeah. I guess he's just claiming the full twelve uh, five hundred. And I think um, it make it bonds him to James, and it makes like yeah. James has an incentive to, I guess, make it look like. Sandoval pitched in Um, but Ariana even so in the the least generous like interpretation of this to Katie was 
and still like being grounded in reality, mm-hmm. Katie was like, or Ariana had sort of mentioned like Tom's reactions to all of this are colored by previous fights that they had and Katie sending like insane text messages and whatever. And yeah. you could foresee a world in which these were like 40 year old human beings that were capable of human conversation where Tom would be like, listen, I just sort of like, I'm not sure that I want to dive into working with you. We've never gotten along. And, and Katie says, I'm not that person anymore. And said, they just like screlt at each other and it's insane. Yeah. Um, what did you make of the James Raquel family lunch? <laughs> Oh my God. I mean, we can talk if we want about (laughs) Raquel's cousin is her sister. Um, But if any, like James's mother is such an unspeakably dark figure in all of this. I thought that one man sitting next to James was Pete Davidson in character, like as... (laughs) (laughs) As a sibling of James, I think that was who that was supposed to be. It was weird that they had to like set the scene by having James say like Raquel's family has some reservations about me because of all the times that I've gotten wasted and screamed at Raquel. Like, yes, of course. Uh, Why wouldn't they? Yeah. It was, it was interesting watching the mom kind of like, like one of those mothers with, a child where where the child do, when the child is doing something horribly wrong they are still doing something right the mom was like oh yeah yeah james like yeah yeah <laughs> like <laughs> even like whatever curry fries he ordered japanese curry fries she yeah. was like yes 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 it looks delicious yes uh, yes yes this is the best thing oh my god james thank you for ordering it <laughs> like what <laughs> I also, I was distracted by whether he was ordering just a plate of French fries for lunch. Yeah. And I could only hear Raquel in a Bambi voice say, I'll have the strawberry fields forever salad. Yes. And then having his mom clap and be like, how funny. Oh my like, God. What is this lunch? What are these people? Um, the Oculus 2 gift to Max, Max Todd, Max Vanderpump. I don't know. Have you ever, is this a common thing that exists among uh, Gen Z that you call your friend fat in a series of brutal text messages oh and then make up for it by sending him virtual reality software? <laughs> I, I love the later explanation. I think it might've been to Lisa where, where James is like, I just like, it's something that we love to do together. We love to play in virtual reality. <laughs> I have played in one of I have used an Oculus before. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't want it as a gift. In yeah. case I, James ever calls me fat, please don't give it to me as a gift. I used I I did a virtual reality once in a museum. We were we were visiting in like where were we? Like South Carolina or, or I don't even remember. Some s- semi-southern state. We went to a museum that had like a virtual reality set up as part of an exhibit. And I played some game. I was like, this is not for me. See, as it is like with a video game on my TV screen, like if it's one of those ones where you're running around with a gun and shooting, like I'm close to vomiting. So putting the headset on me is just not a good recipe. You're a delicate bird. You're a delicate creature. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And I guess the last big thing is Brock 
not seeing these children for four years and Lala kind of gleefully running around town talking about it. This is very, this is also a little bit dark to me. Like it's obvious that this man loves his children or misses them at least. Something really upsetting has happened with the whole family unit, either in Australia or here. And Lala, like, wanting to use it as a weapon to create a storyline seems really weird and gross. Yeah. Especially as we are in real time playing out, like, their (laughs) messy relationship. The rand of it all. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's our acquaintances over at Pump Rules. Uh, We do need to head over to the second part of Beverly Hills Reunion. So I'm excited that we finally do have someone here who is Team Erica Jane joining us this week. So, <laughs> I hate you so make, much. I will make never, I will never <laughs> forgive you. That will get my that will get my law license revoked. Disbarred. <laughs> I'm now no longer a lawyer as of this moment in time. Wow. Okay. What did you make of the performance? Um, I mean, it's been weird to me, I guess this entire season, I feel like Erica is affecting like a very strange tone of voice. If I imitated it, Mm. everyone would, uh, mock me. So I won't do it. This weird, like old timey forties, mid Atlantic, like something. Um, and I thought the most telling part of it is it kept like cutting away to Sutton just mm. reacting um, Ooh, and not yeah. saying anything, but Sutton just staring, which was me the entire episode that it was giving Erica sort of like opportunities to explain sort of like why she left, et cetera, et cetera. Some of it made sense. The yeah. idea of like Tom continuing to tell the same stories over and over again because his brain was deteriorating made sense the idea idea of him being a great entertainer blah 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 like sure that that tracks like i've had people that i've loved have dementia like that tracks yeah um but the part of it that explained how she keyed into it at the very least like I've never controlled my own money or my yeah. own paychecks. I've just given all of my paychecks over to him and he's invested it in the company. Like didn't make sense to me. And I sort of wished Andy had followed up yeah, and asked how it tracked with like Erica's girl boss, sort of like personality up to now of like, she makes her own money and does her own things. Um, because at any point in time, if she wanted to leave, I feel like she could have started changing her direct deposit to be in a different bank account if she wanted to save money and tom wouldn't have noticed yeah or like also this fraud was going on before his brain was deteriorating so focusing Mm. all on the deterioration didn't explain away the fraud there's there's a weird sense of her like conflating his alzheimer's or whatever with the fraud that seems not great to me but i don't know what you think Well, so on your first point of Sutton's reactions, it made me miss the Zoom reunions because we could have had a split screen of her up longer of just like her face taking in all the information that we are receiving. 
Yeah. Um, I think you did mention one of the problems is like Andy and none of the women are asking always the follow-up question that we need. <laughs> like, so this man is quickly deteriorating and you can't like shift a check and be like, Oh yeah, I deposited it. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, and I don't like, she said, she was saying like, he, okay. If she's going to walk out, I would time it for when like we're firing up a new season. Let's walk out the day I am getting that first check for that season so that I could like scurry all that money off to the side. Yeah. And like doing it on election day makes it seem like you don't want it to be a story for maybe a reason. (laughs) And then also there's not really a follow-up question as to like, okay, we're running the clip packages of you in Tahoe talking about Tom, but you filed for divorce 72 hours later. So like, okay, sure. I could understand the argument that like, if someone brings up Tom, you're not going to say, Oh yeah, fucking like blah, 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 blah. But there's, there's many parts where she's unprompted bringing Tom up. Like, that's what I love about Tom. He just lets me be me, girl. And was she just not, <laughs> was she just not giving anybody a tip off that things were unhappy because she wanted to, I don't know, keep it safe in case he found out about it? Like, yeah. it doesn't explain away why she was straight up lying to all the other women about whether she was happy or not. And the weirdest thing about, this sort of like Dorit and Rinna of it all is none of them seem concerned or upset that like Erica had told them everything was happy until she filed. Yeah. I mean, Rinna, her head is nodding. She is smiling ear to ear. Enthusiastically like yes. an insane person. Like that, that active listener TikTok of that. Um, yeah. I think it's Caitlin Riley, like clapping and screaming. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Is Lisa Rinna and her stupid fake fur ponytail this entire mm. reunion like a crazy person? Yeah, uh, we obviously had the Richard sisters. Oh, which was really sad and sweet. It was. I mean, the like one eighty three sixty upside down twists and turns I've taken to fall in love somehow oh. with Kyle. Yeah. I don't know what's happening to me in, in my age. Uh, I mean, I was so vocal, vocally anti-Kyle for years and years and years. And now, like, I can't imagine my life without her. There's still a part of my brain that wants her fired, but there's another stronger part of my brain that thinks that maybe she's uh, a good woman who we should build a statue for. <laughs> build a statue, yes. Yeah. Um, but that was so, like, and, and Big Calf was or not big cat big cat yeah arrest big cat jr um big cat jr (laughs) was also very endear like i think that reaction was genuine yeah yeah i (laughs) it was also fun watching her when we're talking about anything that does not have to do with her because she is squarely disassociating like she is she's never had to focus on anything in her entire (laughs) christian life like never for a second um but she's glazed and like i i if someday i get a tell-all as to like what's going on between the the three richard sisters Mm. and their dynamic 
I, I want all three of them on now, and I thought I'd never want Kim back again. Yeah. Uh, I, f- I feel like Kim was out and about recently, like giving an interview, and she was, and she was asked, like, will you come back? And she's like, probably never. I mean, yeah. that's that's probably for the best. But I wonder, like, if all of the things that happened to Kim for the first five seasons would have happened if Kathy were protecting her. Because Kathy mm-hmm. would have protected her. Yeah. And yeah. then whether that would have been good or bad for her and how that would have impacted Kyle. Like, mm-hmm. that's a weird alternate universe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything on the other women? Like a crystal... Um... I love Garcelle. I, mean, I love Gar- Garcelle's perfect. Yeah. I love Garcelle. Um, what was weird is Erica, there was some brief mention in the beginning of like, why did you lie about something to Garcelle? Mm-hmm. And Erica was just like, because of the person I was talking to. Yeah. And yeah, Garcelle yeah. sort of like took that yeah. and let it slide. I think Garcelle, like, Garcelle isn't fighting for no reason. Garcelle is trying to give these women room when they should mm. have room. Yeah. Like Garcelle's great at this. Crystal Crystal deserves to stick around for another season. Do you guys, you guys think that Crystal Crystal gets another season, right? Oh yeah. I mean, she she's definitely filming with the women now and okay. she and Sutton were at a Dodgers game together last night. I love I love that sisterhood. The yeah. three of them is where I wanted this to lead this entire yeah. time of Crystal Garcelle and Sutton. Um, Crystal was being so resistant to that idea, though. I think she's got some weird relationship with Teddy Joe, of all people, mm. that is, like, keeping this around. And so, like, I just want Crystal to, like, let go of the little things that are keeping her from being great because she's spectacular. Yeah. Like to quote Brendan Davis, she is the queen bee of every room she walks into (laughs) and every group that she rolls with. And she just has to let herself be that because it's going to be really entertaining. Mm -hmm. I do think that she needs someone to consult with her on how she dresses. Okay. Because she's very, very, very rich and very pretty and yeah. has a model body, and she dresses like a 65-year-old, like, dowager countess. Yeah. Well, I think, like, you're going to fall into that when you do have a an older husband. Yeah, I wish she would just let herself be 36. I know. There's something great about that. I don't know if she's 36 or 38 or whatever, but... Yeah, um, no, she's in that range for sure. Dorit's, a, Dorit's an absolute dumpster person oh my god I mean, <laughs> no. maybe, maybe she'll get better or worse like the, that dress is disgusting what's actually like dorit wearing these like glass pearl dresses yes. that she's making is is actually undermining the only entertaining thing about dorit which is oh like, yeah she used to just wear costumes yeah she should she should be focusing on displaying Others' fashions more yes. than her own. And yeah. designing Buca de Beppa rooms. Oh, well, hopefully we'll get back to that as, like, you know, the world opens up for their next season. Because they, they really filmed, like, I think of all the franchises outside of that horrid OC franchise, like, they really filmed during the thick of it. Yeah. And I'm glad that they're doing a Jersey season four and just getting straight into it before oh, yeah. Erica, I don't know, goes to jail or flees to the Caymans or whatever she's going to do. Although it feels like 
I'm seeing all these women together in rooms, and I'm never seeing Erica there. Do you think she's holding grudges from the reunion? Or I wonder if she if it's like a New York situation where she's holding out for money, like a Sonia Luann where she didn't start where those who didn't start filming later into their season. I don't know. I haven't checked in with like what are Erica Jane stands called? <laughs> I don't know. Lil, just just the messes. Lil, They're the no Lil longer EJ pretty. Globals, EJ Globes. I haven't oh, checked my. in with the EJ Globes. <laughs> but like I can't imagine there are too much of them clang clang clanging for more Erica content. <laughs> like I, I think if she hardballs this negotiation, yeah. she's gonna go. No, she should take what she could get for sure. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Let's finally end up where we needed to be all this time and that is with our friends in the winter house would you take up residence in this home this house of horrors i mean so i do like i love a a ski cabin journey yeah and this house looks great and like stowe is a fantastic location um I was already thinking by the end of the first episode with the amount of people that are in that house and yeah. the amount that they're just like drinking and broing around, how much that house is going to smell by the yeah. end. It's just really like Amanda Batula cleaning against all odds, <laughs> trying to keep that house from stinking. I did love the plot point of Amanda not wanting to decide a room and thus them being left with nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, there was a sensible way to go about that room division that I had like very clearly in my head, but instead it ended up with Kyle. What did he say? My dick is so dick. My I think dick he, is so dick. Yes. He, he <laughs> drunkenly wandered into a bathroom, fell asleep there for the entire night, said my dick is so dick. And then yeah. was just out. Well, he found his way to a Chase lounge at some point. <laughs> um, but he was wearing like a half zip, right? He yeah. was fully dressed. No, I think he was wearing like one of those. It wasn't like a Uniqlo, like one of those Uniqlo puffy jacket things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to the smell of it all. I, I don't know if you agree with me on this statement, but I feel like flip cup is not permitted inside the home. I think that's right. I think that's right. They have outdoor space. They yeah. Have, so they could do it outdoors. The idea of Prosecco Pong just makes me think everybody's going to be sticking their feet to the kitchen floor. And that's yeah. gross. I mean, I could forgive a, an indoor Pong before I can forgive a flip. Because like the flip cup, the flip liquids cup, yeah, are just flying, squarely flying everywhere. It's flying here, there, and everywhere. Like that's yeah. unsanitary. Like ideally with a Pong situation, you're hopefully hitting the cups so that we're not constantly getting the floor wet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, How are you dealing with meeting new friends? So I'm more like, um, there are three new, four new friends. One of them like Jules. No, her name isn't Jules. That's the, that's the chili heiress. Or is there another Jules that we need to No, get she now? she's Julia, aka Jules. Okay. So she we barely got to key into. Um, yeah. There was such a build up for her. The game. Yeah. 
And yeah. then she ended up not really mattering this well, episode. I'm sure she I, will. I would say, like, I was annoyed with her for missing her flight and, like, making her friends wander into this home without her. But the moment that it was revealed that she and Paige DeSorbo met on the set of a limited oh, to photo shoot. That was, was the best screaming. bit of news. <laughs> I think that was the best thing we learned all episode. It was, yes. Limited to, does, does that still exist? Number one. Number two, I, like. I can try to find this out. For Paige to be part of that, like, iconography of those like tween girls with like chunky scarves inside (laughs) limited to does still exist i think the website was the website is left over from when we it actually the website is left over from when we would have keyed into it and if you click on shop limited to on the website it auto directs to an Amazon fashion where all the limited <laughs> to regalia is linked. I wow. will buy you a plush bathrobe <laughs> with a built-in unicorn horn. <laughs> yes. Actually, much much like your, that cute little bear on your sweater. <laughs> Actually, I might I might buy this for my niece. We'll, yeah. we'll check back in with me in a minute. Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So Jules, like it took us a while to get there. Um Gabby is kind of a grump, but like I like a grump. Yeah, Gabby is Gabby's upsettingly pretty. She also seems to sort of be figuring out like I think all of the the old girls are coming in real hot. Mm. I I wonder how Gabby's going to deal with Hubhouse. Hubhouse wasn't in the entire Ooh. episode, but like Gabby seems to be reacting to the fact that all of the other girls are coming in coming in strong and she's just sort of like what are you people doing it was wild seeing chata aka sierra and Paige walk walk arm in arm with a light in their eyes that we have never seen before i mean maybe season one Paige was acting like this but like both of them were a little sleepy last year and like they ready to like defy gravity and like do an alphaba uh mid musical ascension to the heavens i will say it's the strongest argument that um cutting cutting the head off of the hannah burner hydra <laughs> oh my God. was like the smartest decision ever yeah i mean it put, I, it put a light in pages eye like you can't imagine there were people who were worried like oh if you cut hannah like she's giving the drama she's like the, the show's focused around her, but like clearly we are thriving and surviving without. Yeah, Paige, Paige and Sierra just wanted room to grow. And as soon as like they got <laughs> room for them, they came in horny and ready. Yeah. Just H word and ready to go. Yeah. I think Andrea is a fun addition. I'm enjoying the Italian accent. My people represented. I like how um, visibly sort of like excited he makes page oh yeah yeah, yeah. you see him like wa- you see him walk up to page and say like will you get on my shoulders at that mm-hmm. little like spring break party and then page has a reaction <laughs> like a high school girl who like a, a boy she's attracted to just asked her to dance yeah I, this is like a such a fun page i'm loving it so much yeah 
it's, um, and it's still like it's still all of the pagey things it's still all of the like zara fashion that she was doing yeah. before but she's like she's awake and yeah. she's present in the room well i think besides hannah it was a combination of hannah and perry last year yeah which was a recipe for disaster um, and we never got to know Sierra, and I like Sierra, although I do think Sierra deserves better than Austin Kroll, of all mm. people. I, I Although, think... wait, wait yeah. I will say, Austin Kroll and Madison gave us Madison breaking up J-Lo mm. and um, A-Rod, which gave us Benefer 2.0. Yes. So, like, I maybe I should praise Austin Kroll. Yeah, he had a hand in that. <laughs> <laughs> the circle of life, uh, butterfly flapping its wings, making a hurricane. Yeah. Um, the other new guy did not leave an impression on me, really. He's very hot. Um, yeah, but, but like, that's we'll not going to cut it. To what end? Yeah. Uh, the previews, wait, the previews sort of imply that Gabby might break up. Uh, Gabby might break up. You're the one that oh, you love so much, Kyle and Amanda. Yeah, Kyle and Amanda, and yeah. that the new guy who whose name I don't even remember is there for Hubhouse until oh. Hubhouse becomes distracted and goes for Austin. Yeah. Oh, I did love the flashback in this episode of Austin being on speakerphone with Hubhouse during last season of Summer House. Yeah. It was a good way to sort of like legitimize, yeah, because it is a little. I mean, all of it's a little bit forced, yeah. But I'm still ready for them to play, and all of them are showing up ready to play, yeah. Luke arrives late, um, and I'm curious to see what he brings to the table without Hannah Burner in the picture. Yeah, the only thing that he got to do was talk about how much he loves winter sports and yeah. then talk about how he was interested in Sierra, but Sierra's allowed to hook up with who yeah. she wants. Yeah. He's, like, inoffensive, and he's very pretty, but, yeah. like... I mean, he's looking great this season, I gotta say. He doesn't bring a lot to the table. Maybe he'll hook up with, I don't know, Gabby the new girl, something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is great. I love being with my friends. A reminder, I'm pretty sure this is only six episodes. Which is, what are they? are there for 16 days. There's like sort of a running countdown of what day the vacation is. Yeah, right? yeah. I think we are in day two right now. No, we, we, we finished day two that night. So we're going to be into day three uh, for this next episode. And Hubhouse is seemingly not even arriving until day four. She's working late on Hubhouse Productions. Yeah. And uh, Carl is not with us. Is he? Is Carl coming? No. So oh, what happened was... I miss him. This was going to be filming, I think, like on the heels of the airing of the episodes with his brother. And I think, you know, the brother stuff happened last August. From what I've read... I think he might now be fully sober. Um, whereas if you remember during uh, summer house last season, he was like trying to do like a more controlled yeah. uh, thing. But, uh, and I think he was like, this is not good for me, for me to go to winter house, but we are going to see him for next season of summer house. Well, Carl, if you're listening, I'm sorry you're not on this season. I would love to make you a nice meal and a LaCroix <laughs> or like a lemonade um, and talk to you about your day. You can reach out to me via my socials. And I'm, wow. I'm here for you, Carl. 
<sighs> so that is all our shows for the week. It is time for us to pass the crowning of the uh, Freak of the Week and the One True Queen over to you this week. So who is our Freak of the Week? Our Freak of the Week is Katie Couric, very unfortunately. Katie Couric, <laughs> Katie Couric has been putting out um, a like memoir of sorts about her time on daytime television and she's been just like sort of self-disclosing some really, really, really damaging information about like how much she hates Diane Sawyer and tried yeah. to ruin her career, how much she's friends with Matt Lauer. Yeah, um, it's proud. <laughs> proudly friends with Matt Lauer, how she sort of like has scooted interviews in the past to make RBG look better when RBG was being racist about Colin Kaepernick. Like she's been um, self-disclosing a lot of really sketchy information that no one asked her to disclose. And it's weird when people tell on themselves to this extent. Yeah. Um, I'm just sort of wondering what she's doing and why. Well, it can't be for money because she's a very rich woman, right? I guess. I don't know. I, um, she has to be the richest of rich women. Yeah. I mean, like, the, the Today Show checks were very large. At the very least, like, you never have to tell on yourself like this to this extent unless you're in the confines of a confessional. Yeah. It's interesting us being on the same side as... Um, Megan McCain and Essie Cup on Watch What Happens Live with regards to this issue. <laughs> another another real freak of the week. Yes, and they, also, they, second and third place. <laughs> and like a tertiary level, like a, a fourth freak of the week is Andy for bringing mm. them on to yeah. talk about their stupid lives. Um, but yeah, we are on the same side. When Katie Curry comes up, we're on the same side <laughs> as Megan McCain, proudly. Um, what did you make of the... Like that Watch Women's Live being uh, sponsored in commercials by Audible. It was that just like was Audible after Audible commercial. Oh my God. Like a, a real glamour shot audio promo for Megan McCain's book, Bad Republican. So it's, it sounds like this is purely an audio book. Like I think you can only get it on Audible. <laughs> for all of those people who have been itching to have Megan McCain's voice in their ear, but not be able to read something. The people yeah. who just love the sound of her voice. Ugh. Okay. Is there a one true queen this week? The one true queen to stick on the morning show theme of all of mm. this. The one true queen is Juliana Margulies is on season two of the morning show. <laughs> playing basically like a lesbian version of diane sawyer oh and she's doing a lot of like structured jackets and ponytails and uh saying a lot of curse words and it's really 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 great and i want everybody to check it out the morning show i wouldn't recommend is a good show Uh it's a a fun show and it's certainly nice for me to spend some time with juliana margulies who i have missed hanging around with me um if she's diane sawyer who are jen and reese jen is more of like a katie couric okay she's like our institution on the today show and then reese is like a new person that we're bringing in from the outside to replace a matt lauer who is so savannah Carell. 
maybe like a Savannah. Okay. Um, if Savannah were like really into being from West Virginia and okay. coal mining. Um, but like <laughs> Reese is where we deviate from real life, but yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. Well, thank you for filling in this week for Brendan as he fights for our rights. Uh, where can the people find you? Oh, you can follow me on, on Pishlarm, uh, uh, Twitter and Insta. I'd, I'd love to have you and see pictures of my dogs. Oh yes. Two icons. Wow. Yes. Um, as I mentioned, top of show, we do have probably the most important Patreon contact we have released thus far are ultimate housewives rankings. You'd find that at come through queen.com with links to that, the come through queen socials as well for me and Brendan. And that's pretty much it. So like comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us. Love us. Please retweet. Yes. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Come through, Queen. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.